The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Aloha, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday, the 5th of December. In your Squiz today, the brother of cricketer Usman Kawaja arrested yesterday, encryption laws set to pass parliament, an announcement on sheep exports, and a bit of controversy in world soccer. This is your Squiz today. How's Hawaii, Claire? Look, it was a gorgeous day yesterday and I got to go to my favourite burger place last night. So, you know. Amazing. Things things are pretty good, yeah. Things are pretty good. Uh, To the news, the older brother of Australian cricketer Usman Kawaja, Asalan Kawaja, was arrested yesterday for allegedly framing a colleague as a potential terrorist. It's quite an unusual story. Like, it's a plot from a movie, it seems. But, yes, he was arrested uh, he's on bail and if he is convicted, he faces 10 years in prison. Uh, this is about a love tryst that's gone wrong by the looks of things, although n- no suggestion that this woman was involved with it in any way, shape or form. But rivalry for her affections has seen uh, a fake document put against um, Muhammad Nazardine, who had been a PhD student at the University of New South Wales. It seems that Kawaja uh, wasn't um, particularly keen on him getting close to this woman and has tried to frame him for a terrorist plot that was aimed at Malcolm Turnbull uh, and the Opera House and all sorts of things. Not that there's a suggestion that a terror plot was afoot. And Mohammed Nizamdeen has actually spent a month in jail for this. And is suing police for what he says was a, a, a really terrible investigation that saw him not just in prison but in Supermax in Goulburn, which is a pretty yeah. full-on uh, sort of thing, I would imagine, particularly for someone who's innocent and has been framed and doesn't really know what that all is about. But, yeah, that's um, no doubt going to um, run a little bit further as this all all unfolds. Yeah, Usman Kawaja did speak briefly to the media yesterday asking them to respect his family's privacy. He's in Adelaide preparing for the first test against India tomorrow. In Parliament, a few quick items. Firstly, encryption laws look set to pass before Christmas, which means security agencies will have the ability to monitor encrypted apps. So we're talking about things like WhatsApp. What else is going down in Canberra town? <laughs> so there's been a bit of a sidestep on the discrimination laws that were uh, being discussed. These are the protections for gay students and potentially for teachers who are in faith-based schools. That's been deferred until uh, at least February, which is uh, much to Labor's anger on that. And also energy policy is back on deck I know we can't get enough energy policy no. in, in the squeeze, so but there's no avoiding it for a little bit longer. Um, yeah, Scott Morrison, you might remember a few weeks ago, was talking about all sorts of things that the government might be able to do to bring uh, electricity prices down. One of those would be breaking up the energy companies uh, in their corporate structure if they were found to be manipulating the electricity market by the federal treasurer. Uh, a new step in that plan is um, actually it wouldn't be the Treasurer that could make that decision. It would be a federal court. But, of course, these laws still need to be passed and there's a bit of a way to go on that. And interesting to see Malcolm Turnbull, the former uh, Prime Minister, out and about yesterday really voicing his opinion about what um, Scott Morrison and the team are doing on energy policy. Yes, he's been out and about a lot this week. You might not have 
bit quite felt the wrath of it uh, over in Hawaii, but I think everyone oh, no. has you, noticed you, that. <laughs> you can see it even from here, believe me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yesterday, the live export industry announced that no sheep will leave our shores during the northern summer, Claire. It's an industry step that they've taken preemptively. Labor, if elected, will phase out the industry altogether. But what the exporters have decided to do is to impose some self-regulation where for three months from June, uh, and it's starting next year, they won't export live sheep to the Middle East just because of the summer conditions being too hot for animals. And that's really a win for animal welfare agencies, although, of course, they want to see the whole practice banned altogether. In world news, French President Emmanuel Macron has sought to deal with the Yellow Vest protests by pausing his contentious fuel tax hike. Yeah, these were getting very violent. There's been uh, two or three weekends of, of quite big protests drawing thousands of yellow vest protesters onto Paris streets. And yeah, Macron has taken a big back step on that one to delay the fuel tax hike for at least six months. And the Ballon d'Or is one of the most prestigious awards in world soccer. Claire, tell us about why it's making headlines. It's uh, They've had a, a female category added. It's um, the first time that um, that they've awarded that. Ada Hedenberg, um, who is a Norwegian um, soccer star, she's one of the country's biggest stars, and she um, in the past has taken stands for the sport that she plays, including things like refusing to play for Norway until conditions had improved for female soccer players, but not just being politically active, she's also um, a, a complete gun on the field, it seems. And, yeah, yesterday when she um, went up to accept her award, she was asked by the host to twerk, which people would remember, or if you've watched any hip-hop videos in the last bit, the twerk is still pretty prevalent on um, on the scene. And Luckily, um, this is a podcast yeah. we can't demonstrate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really lucky that we can't that is do that. Lucky for all of you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, not so um, well received by the crowd. She said she was okay. She didn't really see it as sexual harassment and that um, the host of, of that ceremony had apologised to her. But when part of her message is about empowering young girls and asking young girls to believe in themselves, it, it was really a bad fit. Not ideal, yeah. And the official cash rate is still on hold, Claire. No big surprises there. So we'll move on to some great news that we woke up to this morning. Yeah, so Apple has their best of 2018 lists out and we're talking about things like apps and music and movies and, you know, right around the world, what's really going well for the year. But, yeah, we uh, the Squeeze Today podcast uh, was on their list of best Aussie podcasts for the year. So that was really nice, wasn't it? Yeah, number two on that list is decided by Apple's editorial team. We're pretty stoked about that. But back to business, what's the subject line? So the subject line today is the Beatles classic, Here Comes the Sun. Uh, that relates to our three-minute squeeze with Catherine McConnell. She's uh, someone that I've personally known for a long time, but uh, regardless of, of that high recommendation, she's um, also an incredible <laughs> startup founder and she started her own business called Bright, which is just absolutely shooting the lights out she has some of australia's so highest profile yes. yeah investors um backing her and it's she's really a name to remember because she's going places that girl so, yeah so bright is a startup that does financing for solar panels and batteries for your home thank you so much for listening to our 
podcast. Keep telling people, keep listening. A couple more weeks to go before Christmas. Plenty more news in the Squiz Today email as always, and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP.